Oh, it smells like farts in here for some reason. <laughs> Everybody. Welcome one and all to episode 53 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavision's magazine. Today is September the 27th, uh, 2020. I am Graham, the uh, production editor of Megavision's magazine. And sadly, Chris is not with us this week, but we do have the awesome, as always, Scotty Moe, uh, the managing editor of Megavision's. So yeah, while the cat's away, that's Chris. The Chew Twos will play. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've still got the Dreamcast on my head after the Dreamcast Marathon a few weeks ago. It's still yeah. with me. It's in my heart. Um, but yeah, today we've got a special show for you guys, as always. So we'll be running through our normal stuff, feedback, uh, questions from the audience. We've got our picks of the week. And we've got our special feature, as always, which is always something slightly different. So let's crack on with the show. Yeah. And uh, Scotty. What's been up, man? What have you been up to this week? Um, I also still have the Dreamcast on my mind a little bit because we did just release the uh, overall like recap with clips and thank yous. Um, I'll link that in the podcast description. But uh, Corey threw that together, uh, combining with pretty much the audience's help for that thing, like clipping certain parts and things. Um, it includes one of one of Graham's breakdown laughing fits, <laughs> which is great. I kind I kind of wish yeah. he had. I, I know it, it would have been too long of a video, but if he had just like had a couple of seconds before what cued the laughter, because it shows me like stressfully trying to do something and then like, whatever, I'll go off this jump and the bump and then nothing. It's brilliant. It's so good. Revolt is my enemy. Um, but no, in terms of things that I've actually been up to, um, uh, the members of the discord have seen that my PlayStation four internal hard drive is slowly dying. Um, uh, and it's, uh, it has the, what, what happened, literally all that happened was there no like preface to this. We're just watching. It's pretty much our, our, um, our cable box downstairs in the, in the living room. Cause we watch YouTube and Netflix and Hulu and prime and everything through that before okay. getting our fire stick. But we're literally just watching no surprise, an episode of supermarket sweep and the video <laughs> freezes, the audio keeps going. But I was, like, hitting the home button, oh. and nothing happened, nothing happened. So, you know, you do the cold, not not cold boot because you're turning it off, but, like, the hard shutdown. Um, turn it back on, and it came up with the error of CE34335-8. Looked it up, and that means, oh, your hard drive might be corrupt. So I'm oh. like, are you serious? And so this was, like, 1030 at night, so I'm not going to sit here and figure this out, figure that out at that time. But, um I researched it. Some people have had enough luck. Just um, it's really easy. Props to Sony for how easily you can upgrade your hard drive because it is just literally sliding off the top of your PS4 and um, using a Phillips head, pull out the um, the tray with the hard drive. And some people to fix this, they just put it back in. I took it out and I sprayed it down with canned air and tossed it back in. Same error comes up. Some people are like, oh, just boot it into safe mode and you can do this and that. 
I can't even bring up safe mode. So that's a very uh, okay. bad thing. No matter what piece of hardware you're dealing with, if you can't bring up safe mode, you're in a little deeper than most. Yeah. Um, so I uh, basically what I've done is I've ordered another PlayStation hard drive. Um, I was saying uh, my friend Sarah has been very helpful with this because she had something similar happen. TJ in our chat and our staff had something similar happen. Even TJ, who is actually an IT guy, like he that's his degree. That's what he works, the field he works in. He's like, oh, did you boot, up, boot it up into safe mode? I was like, no, I can't do that. He's like, oh, you just have to hold down the power button. I'm like, no, dude, I, it won't boot into safe mode. He's like, <laughs> yee, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So... I was saying to my friend Sarah, though, I'm kind of a bad nerd because I don't have any thumb drives lying around to, like, download the update uh, firmware and pop it in there. So I've got two thumb drives coming to me, a hard drive, and then a for anyone that's, like, built a PC or anything before, uh, hard drives have kind of two connectors. It's not just USB to USB or anything, but for some reason I didn't have one of those cables lying around except for what's already okay. in my PC, essentially. But ordered one of those cables through two drum, thumb drives, hard drive. Um, so I'm thinking what I'm going to have to do is take the hard drive out of the PS4 again, plug it into my computer, put everything on my computer, put all that on a thumb drive, put the new hard drive into my PS4, uh, update the firmware, and then plug that thumb drive into my PS4, transfer all my files over. Wow. So. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, sorry, they just, um, so you can just re-download or is it like does it keep save files on there and stuff as well um you glitched out for a second so all you asked was download save files again oh brilliant okay um is my is my mic all robotic or something no it, it just when you started like mm. i missed like the very beginning of what you said there i guess i was basically asking what is on your actual ps4 hard drive that you can't re-download are there save files on there or yeah is it... i mean i started Games. your your trophies which i've realized as you get older trophy and trophies and achievement matter less and less to people um but like those are attached to your username um but really mm -hmm. what would i what i would lose is my actual save data and progress in titles um so uh, okay. yeah so like so it doesn't just automatically matter. save to the because I on Xbox One now it all save basically save files kind of just save to the cloud so mm -hmm. I can take an Xbox One game from my Xbox in the other room put it on my Xbox here and it just works like I, yeah. I can just load up my save file so I just I discovered that I was like if my hard drive fails all I have to really redo is re-download those games to play them again because all are tied to my account so yeah um, yeah so um, there is. That does exist. I'm not sure about taking it from system to system so much, uh, because the it, they used to have a weird thing like only if you had PS Plus could you have more cloud space or something. I don't know. I forget because I've just had PS Plus just forever. Um, but like, right. I did encounter a dumb. This is just adding to the pile of why Scotty hates current gen <laughs> video games. I did encounter a thing involving the cloud where. Um, I the Spider-Man game on PS4, great game. I put like 20 hours into it, and then I to make room for other stuff coming out. I deleted that you know install because I only have 500 terabytes. That's another thing that I probably should have upgraded earlier was the actual size of the hard drive because I just have kept having to delete and and Sorry. install stuff. Hmm? 
So do you mean 500 gigabytes? You said 500 terabytes, which yes. is yes, I do. a lot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Good, good catch. Just clarifying that. Yeah. So Spider-Man, um, so I reinstalled it and I was like, you know what? I'll pick this up again. I'll give it another shot. Um, I reinstalled it and I booted up my game and it said 0% on the campaign. I'm like, uh, what? So I was like, oh, just go to the cloud, download it. And I could see the file, or no, I couldn't see it yet, but it's like, download, it's like, uh, in order to download, you have to update this and update that. I'm like, all right, update it. It would not update. It would not download the latest oh. update for Spider-Man. So I would like go to the cloud thing and I would see like, maybe I can just take my file, my save file off the cloud. That would make sense. But it would not do that unless it would update. And for some reason, it just would not start the update. Uh-huh. So I could literally see, like, I mean, it's very user-friendly in some aspects, whereas like on the left side... It shows what you're going to upload to the cloud. And on the right side, it shows what's on the cloud. So I could literally see my Spider-Man save, my progress, <laughs> but I could not download it. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God. I didn't in- this is not this is such a present day bullshit problem, like first world problem. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I want to continue my game. I'm not starting over an open world game that I put 20 hours into, you know. <laughs> and so like, oh. It was so I've never finished Spider Man. Spider Man is my favorite superhero. I've never finished that game because I've just been too stubborn. I literally thought about driving to my mom's house and using her internet because she is only like twenty minutes from me, and like coming back and just being like, "Here's Spider Man now." But um, uh, oh wow! So to tailor into a couple years ago when I lost all my Sega Saturn save files from a corruption thing that involves the Alien trilogy game, that was the first time I like stared at a screen and thought. I lost all my progress. And this is not just like recent progress. This is like 20 years of garbage from Sega Saturn games. And then I finally came to the realization like, you know, I don't play a lot of JRPGs or really any other than like losing my Panzer Saga data. I'm like, is it really the end of the world that I lost my progress in these video games? Like, is my life less have less meaning because I can't pick up where I was in video games? And it was very much a like out of body like, I think I'm going to be okay. So <laughs> tailoring all of that with Spider-Man coming to this, uh, also the fact that this PS4 was free, it was refurbished, probably launch model that I got through GameStop because Sony uh, used to be, I don't know if they still do this, as an assistant manager, I've, I got a free Vita from Sony, I got a free PS4 from Sony, so I can't complain a whole lot, but also that's probably why this thing went as it is right now uh that it was refurbished and free and whatever else so for a split second i was like this is an excuse to get a playstation 4 pro um and uh so i'm gonna get the hard drive i I, that's all coming today theoretically i'm gonna perform the surgery i'll update the discord but i've also come to the realization of like if i've lost all my progress on my ps4 i don't really care at this point like it's yeah i've i've gotten so far gone with this current gen and it and i can only complain so much because the consoles are literally computers this same thing can happen to a pc yada 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 but it also made me realize i should back up stuff on consoles because it there's less you can manipulate to fix a console than you can for a pc so i'm thinking like if i get into the next gen i'm gonna have backup hard drives everywhere (laughs) for everything you know um yeah but uh I ha- I I, ha- I can tailor into a positive side of things unless you had anything else to say about that. No, please please tailor into positive side of things. Well, I thought you your 
moment when you, about your Saturn dying was actually quite positive. That's uh, very that was the... I think some people would just like flip the table, oh. smash the TV. Dude, ah. I, I was ready to because <laughs> as old console owners, we know we have to replace the lithium batteries and stuff every so often and whatever. Mm. Um, but the the... The real kick in the balls is that it's for one of my favorite Saturn games, the Alien Trilogy, that really that messes up your save data. And I did not... I've played that game continually over the past two decades, and I've never had anything happen. But, like, four years ago, it suddenly just erased everything. So, it's whatever. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, the, the silver lining is, to make myself feel better, I went out and bought some video games that night. <laughs> so... Uh, some impulse buys. I hit up a local, not a local. They're they're uh, not nationwide, but a, they're, they're they're not a mom and pop shop. But I went in and grabbed Combat Cars on the Sega Genesis and Trick okay. Style on the Dreamcast. Which is for those nice. that don't know, Combat Cars is like it's kind of a top down, almost like uh, isometric style view as well. But you have I don't know if that's going to focus at all. Um, but it is uh, kind of like a Sunday drive, kind of like Demolition Derby is what the back says. Um, and, oh, my God, this is totally Sonic font right here. I don't know if you can see it the uh, in the blue and yellow. It's blurry on my camera, I have uh, to admit. Shoot, okay, maybe just yes. tap your screen. I don't know. That's how phones work. But it, that that's definitely like the zone uh, font. But it, it's a car combat game, as it states with the title, Combat Cars. Um and uh, it's fun. It's a good little goofy time. Trick Style is a futuristic airboarding hoverboard racing game for Dreamcast. I think this was a launch game, so that knocks another one off the yeah. um, off my goal of getting all the Dreamcast launch games. Uh, it's it's fun and goofy and weird. It, it, it might be fun it, for like half an hour in the marathon some year. Yeah, it's. I would say Trick Style is one of the more difficult races I've ever played, though. Oh, really? It's, so. When you're when you're going along normally, like it's actually quite slow. It's kind of like, uh, but if you're doing it correctly, you go really fast. If you pull off tricks enough and stuff, you actually zoom ahead. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just it's just nailing down the ability to do the tricks really well. And um, I guess understanding the courses and stuff. Because the first time I played it, I was like, how come all the AI's just like, Boom. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it's the future when um. Marty's like on the water, like trying to push yeah. push his hoverboard along. Going, <laughs> I was like, going, "Why am I getting so slow?" We um, got no power or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hoverboards don't work, water. You got power. Yeah, um, right. I love that line. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a really good game. Visually, mm -hmm. it's really good as well, especially for its time. Um, it's one of those games where you have to master it. It's um, it's not just a Mario Kart pick up and play with your mates sort of. Hey, it's more of a. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna strap in for the weekend. That's I'm gonna master yeah. this game. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not, it, it's it's like as close to a kart racer that you can get without having weapons because it, it you do like you are. I don't I don't remember if you can punch or kick or anything. It does say on the back here the VMU mini games unlock hidden features. Did not know there were actual mm -hmm. mini games in this one, so that might be cool. Neither did I. Wow. Um, or that could honestly be something they took out and the box art was done beforehand. <laughs> so that happened. Who knows? That, yeah. that was back in the days when that sort of stuff happened. Yeah. Um, and then two <laughs> yeah. last pickups I'll mention here. Uh, one of them, I can't say yet why I got this because it'll be spoilers for something else, but I have now in my possession Sonic's schoolhouse. <laughs> Look at that sassy <laughs> number 12 there. He's like, oh, you son of a bitch. Um, for those that can't see Sonic Schoolhouse, he's just pointing to a chalkboard with uh, letters and numbers, and he's going to learn you something good. 
Um, it's a weird first person, like you run around a schoolhouse wow. as Sonic, but it also like switches the camera so that you're oh. looking at Sonic. Um, this was something I played. It's also a Windows 95 disc, so I probably got this just to add to a collection, but it was like five bucks. Who cares? Um, and uh, I remember playing the crap out of that on a demo that had that Sonic CD, I think like Sonic and Knuckles and maybe Sonic R or something and like Garfield's Ooh. art attack or Garfield okay. live in action, whatever the hell that was. Um, more importantly, though, uh, and it's sad that it took me this long to get it. I bought Tokyo Bus Guide. Yes. So, oh. crazy cool thing. Uh, I can't play this, but I want to own it. But crazy cool thing about this, I was looking through the instruction manual, and I saw uh, people in the in the Discord saw this, but there is definitely controls for the steering wheel. Oh, yeah. So that's going to have to happen next marathon. Um, oh, yes. I feel like I would have tried it with the steering wheel, though. I feel like the first year or so, we would have thought to plug this in, oh. but... I don't think any... No one physically owned the manual. Maybe we couldn't find it online at that point, but yeah, buddy. I, I'm i thinking one year we should maybe try the fishing rod controller with that as well. Sure. <laughs> if it works with Crazy Taxi, it's got to work with that, surely. Yeah. It looks like it uses the VMU somehow as well. I'm going to I'm gonna try... Do I have my Google Translate on here? Let's see if this works at all. This might be fun yeah, or... Translation. Yeah, let me see if this will... This will work. Aim at text. Scan, please. Oh, that's not working. Oh, I always find it like. Oh. Let's see here. It's a. Oh, I can't zoom in though. How do I like save this? Um. Doesn't it freeze or like I thought? Yeah, I'll have to do a screen cap because it won't let me like zoom in. That's dumb. All right, let's take a look here. Okay. This is this is extraordinarily exciting for the listeners. Um, it says in the book, download the mini game traffic sign quiz to the visual memory can in the traffic sign quiz. You can get, you can get experience according to your grades and use it in visual memory will be maximum basically a thousand or no 10,000 experience can be, so you can earn experience. Ooh. I don't, I don't, okay. Apparently you can grind in this game. <laughs> Or something. But yeah, I own Wait, Tokyo what? Bus Guide now. I don't know, it's, it's, okay, it's like yeah. experience points, but um, yeah, so okay. that's me. Oh, dear. With, with like Google Translate or the other translator apps you can get, the many are available. Um, with it, when you do like the hold your, you know, you got to hold the camera over the, the text or whatever. The moment I do that, my hand suddenly just becomes super shaky and I just yeah. can't seem to hold it quite right in the right position. It's just uh, like... So, yeah. like, I can see the word just, like, changing all the time on my screen. I'm like, still? <laughs> oh, yeah. It just, called, uh, it just called Tokyo Bus Guide. I just scanned the, the, the front of the instruction manual, and it says, Tokyo Bus Information. Uh, so that's close enough. Take that with a grain <laughs> yeah. of salt. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. So, yeah, I work. Well, I was going to talk about my work. It's been crazy this week. I won't get into that, to be honest. Um, also, just some annoyance with Apple being douches um, with many companies in the world. But it also seems to be affecting my company a little bit. It's not a massive thing. Just it's like, oh, God. Um, but I, I won't get into that unless you want to hear about that. I don't know, Scotty. Or... It's up to you. If you want to vent about it, I have no problem. Mm, let's move on. Let's, let, we can bring that up another day. See, okay. see where it goes with this thing. It's just, it's just like, if, I was like, because I keep hearing about Apple in the news. And then I was like, 
it had, something came up at work and I was like, fuck's sake, seriously? Yeah. Um, to do with Apple being, you know, throwing their weights around. Anyway, enough of that. Um, a few things I've done. Um, so I've actually watched a few uh movies this week so i saw 21 bridges starring chadwick boseman and sienna miller um who i totally didn't realize that sienna miller until like the credits i was like what who is um oh sienna miller she's okay okay i believe she's a british actress uh she's in many she's actually in quite a few things but um i'm gonna have to just google her now because i've She's one of those uh, actresses who's in quite a lot of stuff, but you may not always know her acting career. Let's be honest. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I mean, have you seen Layer Cake at all? Nope. Okay. That's, she's done quite a few British movies and stuff. Um, she was also, she went out with Jude Law for a while as well. Um, uh, okay. I do know who Jude Law uh, is. Uh, uh, Good, excellent. Oh wow, I'm struggling to find. I think she might be. Oh, she's in one of the GI Joe movies at least. Um, uh, not helping. So much. Okay. <laughs> I, I went to Wikipedia instead of IMDb because I'm an idiot. Um, uh, mm, yes. But anyway, she's an actress. She's an actress. She's been in some Hollywood movies. She's a British actress. Um, but yeah, she's in uh, Twenty One Bridges, and she just looked completely different to me. Um, like she doesn't. She hasn't got like prosthetics on or anything. She just looks different i guess um so yeah i was like i recognize this woman i recognize her and then the credits came off like it's sienna miller holy crap um but yeah great movie if you haven't seen it it's a um kind of action thriller um starring chadwick boseman i believe it was his last movie that he filmed actually okay um, so it's a very recent one and uh yeah obviously sadly he's no longer with us um right yeah, I'd always wanted to watch that. It's been on my watch this for a while. I was like, oh, I'm just going gonna, gonna to watch it. Let's see it. So yeah, really good rehab. I saw that. Another one I saw was, have you heard of The Good Boys? Um, Does it have three kids on the cover with like devil horns yeah. drawn on or whatever, the O or something? Yeah, they might have that on the, the cover. There's basically about three uh, kids who... Okay. I think they're in year six, they said. I'm not entirely sure. I uh-huh. believe they're about 12 or something, and they're 12 or 13, so they're tweens. And it's kind of a, I guess, a super bad kind of movie, like about these, about, about the, the, it's, okay, the thing about this movie is, it's a oh, movie, like movie I can't, bad. like the movie Super Bad, okay. sorry, yeah, sorry, like, like the movie Super Bad, or right. a coming of age teen movie, but the kids are younger in it than those other movies, mm-hmm. and, I can't really recommend it to people, but I also don't <laughs> regret watching it. It's a movie okay. that basically the main joke is the kids are young and don't know what sex is, but they talk about sex and adult stuff a lot, but they always get it wrong sort of thing. So the, okay. one, of the, one of the main premises of the movie is they're trying to fit in and be cool at school. There's three kids who are kind of a bit nerdy, but one of them kind of breaks in with the cool kids and one of the cool kids at school invites them to a, party which happens to be a kissing party Woo. The um, basically they place in the bottle um, okay. <laughs> and and there's there's jokes about them trying beer and stuff like there's there's one bit early on where like like hey i've, I've had three sips of beer and it's like but you can't beat it and like one of the kids like oh, oh. like basically it's yeah. like just sipping beer from a bottle it's just right. it's just all, it's kind of stuff that you w- would have done as a kid like and sort of stuff you thought but yeah, and that's main, that's the main premise. Of, like, that's the main joke in the movie is that, but it goes plays throughout the whole movie pretty much. Um, 
and they talk about a lot of adult stuff and sort of sex, but they're kind of getting most of it incorrect. Uh, like they want to learn about kissing, so they go on the internet and rather than typing in Google, how do you kiss a girl, they go to a porn website and it's just like <laughs> it's just like they're like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> And like one of the kids like says, you've got to learn how to kiss, dude, because you don't want to be like that guy who yeah. he doesn't even know how to kiss good. Like he just went up and started licking that girl's ass. And it's just like, do you want to be like that guy? Do you want to be an ass licker? And he's okay. like, no way, man. <laughs> God. Um, so some of it I actually found, some of it's quite disgusting and gross a bit like that. Some of it, there are some moments that are actually genuinely funny, mm-hmm. but not for the whole movie. Most of the movie is kind of cheesy and a bit awkward and a bit like it's not great. Yeah. But yeah, there were four or five moments I genuinely laughed out loud. So I, I say to people, watch it, but I'm not recommending you to watch it, if that makes sense. Like, give it a try if you're yeah. into that sort of vaguely into that sort of movie, mm-hmm. but I can't actually recommend it as a movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's not it's not my first go-to movie, and I don't think I'd watch it again for at least for a long time. Um, but I'm not, I'm not unhappy that I watched it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, you know, some some movies you watch and go, like you lost two hours of your life that you want back. It wasn't that bad. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, I think I had a tea break halfway through. I stopped here and went to the bathroom and got a cup of tea, which I don't always do with movies. If I'm really invested, I will just Mm -hmm. push through. But I was like, and then sat down and carried on. So, yeah, exactly. I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Uh, But, yeah. Um, But I've also got a pickup this week. um, Okay. Which. Well, I say it's a pickup. It's actually got it through Game Pass, but it's a game I've been wanting to play for a long time because I used to own it and I can't find my game anymore. Mm. It's Armed and Dangerous, which is an Xbox original title. Um, I think it was also on PC at the time as well. So it was like released back in 2002 or whenever it was. Um, but it's currently on, on Game Pass. Um, and it's one of the few Xbox original titles that was ported to, game, uh, ported to Xbox One. Um, but do you, do you know this game at all, Scotty? No, I looked it up, and by original Xbox, you do mean... Uh, apparently, it came out in 2003, so we are talking OG. Yeah, yeah, OG. Orig- sorry, Xbox original, original Xbox. Uh, OG Xbox, yeah. Um, it's Basically, it's a third-person um, shooting game where you run around and shooting enemies, but it's very fun. It's the shooting can be quite fast paced and stuff. Um, huh. but the, the thing about the game is it's pretty humorous and, uh, the whole setting of the game is very unique. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got this weird medieval style vibe to it with some of the storyline and the plot points, but you carry around machine guns and other stuff. Um, and some of the, the enemies are a weird mix. You get at the start, you get some enemies which are kind of like Nazis with a bit of a German accent, but a lot of the enemies you fight seem to look a bit like orcs. Um, okay. there's also like a big Frankenstein guy you get these cool big golemy kind of people um, but the the cool thing about it is the environments are really big and open um, the missions are pretty fun like each, some some of the missions get re- are repeated on later levels but they're generally quite fun and some levels you get to cool jump pack things you get to jump around really high um, but part of the humour comes in some of the weapons you use and the way you kill enemies so you get something called a shark gun which you like Basically, you target an enemy, you fire the trigger, and the shark literally jumps out of your gun and goes into the ground and starts swimming in the ground with its fin like sticking out. Oh, weird! And um, and then like the enemy will be shooting you, something just go, oh, oh, and so this massive shark will come out of the ground and it's eating and pulling down again. Okay. And the shark will go and kill a few, as many enemies as it can in the vicinity of that one enemy. 
So if there's like four or five, you'll go and kill all five of them. Um, that yep. reminds so, me of the cerebral bore in Turok 2. Because you <laughs> did you ever play that multiplayer Turok yeah. 2? Yeah, the cerebral bore is a one shot thing where all you hear, like you fire it, and everybody else playing will hear like a kind of a buzzing sign. You're like, oh crap, that's the one hit kill gun. But and you can kind of yeah. see it; it moves really fast. But that sort of reminds me of it. Like you know what's coming, and you know you're dead. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, or another fun, another fun weapon I really like is something called the topsy turvy bomb, where you basically like they've got bombs which you just throw to like 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 they explode. But this one. You sort of pull out this big thing, which looks like a giant sort of pneumatic drill, but with like a corkscrew on the bottom. You twist it into the ground, and then the whole world turns upside down. So you're like hanging off this corkscrew thing, going, ah! the and then like everyone, but all all the enemies just like fall fall off the world because you're upside down. And then okay. it strips back around again. Then all the enemies come tumbling down and hit the floor. Wow! <laughs> so it's just it's just really fun. It's a really wacky kind of game. Yeah. Um, some of the scripting's really weird and kind of trying to force some of the humor but some of it's genuinely funny um it's just a fun game and it's one i played years and years ago and i can't find my copy and i'm glad it's on xbox currently in game pass free to download um so yeah i'd recommend people just picking it up because it's a blast i'm really enjoying it and some of it is, does feel dated for its time but i still think it's good solid gameplay yeah so yeah that's, that's cool. it um, um that game sounds like it, well, I looked up screenshots real quick, and it looks like Earth Defense Force in terms of scope, because you're kind of not, like, your character's not the main focus of the screen, but you have big enemies and, like, big landscapes you're running mm. around in. Those guns sound great. Yeah. That sounds super inventive, like, almost on par with, like, Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. In terms of, like, environmental, is, yeah. uh, environmental, um, oh, God, what's the word? Uh, I don't know environmentally alternating <laughs> guns of some sort that right. sounds cool okay, yeah. it, uh, the, I, I feel like part of the i've never heard of it until right now but with a name like just armed and dangerous i can understand why it flew under mine and maybe most people's radar um yeah but uh that's that's fun that sounds like something i would dig it does it have multiplayer at all or is it only a single player it, thing? it, it does have multiplayer but i've never played a multiplayer so mm. i don't know um I assume if it's on Xbox Live or anything, if that might have been shut down a while ago, unless right. they brought those servers back on. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, you can go to. Oh, I was trying to see. I was trying to find a site where you can buy it on Microsoft.com because sometimes it'll show like multiplayer or whatever. Oh, this is too much. Now it's asking me what country I'm in. Oh, that's not <laughs> what I wanted at all. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, I did. I had a quick comment about the Good Boys. Um, that really sounds like it sounds like any funny one off joke from a sitcom where the kids in the family might be like, what was all that noise? And mom or dad is like, oh, mom and dad were having a wrestling match last night. But like they take it yeah. one step further, but it probably shouldn't last longer than a sitcom's worth of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and just in case anyone is wondering, it's not really a kid's movie as well. They do swear a lot. In yeah, it, isn't it so rated R it's... or something somehow i don't know so, if it's a netflix yeah. movie or something our, our, our rating system over here is a little bit different to yours our, for over here it's a 15 so you have oh. to be 15 years or older to watch it uh, yeah. basically which basically normally means it's got swearing maybe a bit of violence maybe a bit of nudity this one doesn't have nudity in it but hmm. it's got all the sexual references and swearing and stuff so peggy uh, 15 yeah that thing 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, so that's been our week. So let's uh, let's crack on with our next bit, which is uh, our oh, wait. feedback. So ooh. I could whoa, here. I'll, I'll do I'll do Chris's bit real quick. All right, this is what Chris would say. Okay. Um, so I bought some more pot, guys. Uh, I've got a roast in the <laughs> oven. I bought. I forgot that I backed fifteen Kickstarters, and they all showed up at my house. And I hate my children. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Um, so let's uh, let's move on to our feedback. So yeah, we all love, love getting your feedback from you guys. Positive, negative, it all comes in, and we we try to ingest it and see what comes out the other side. Um, so a couple of points. So I a couple of things I said last week uh sort of stirred some people up in the chat so one of the things was on when i was talking about uh super mario 3d all-stars collection on the nintendo switch i was mistaken on super mario galaxy it turned out i said you can't use a pro controller with super mario galaxy uh the reason i said that is that um the game basically when you're playing the game if you use the joy cons you sort of use it in the motion controller way like you did on the original wii because you can move your little star helper thing around and stuff to collect um, the star bits and also shoot the star bits into your little uh come on they're called the little star people who like basically when they eat them they turn into these warp type star things that you can jump into um or if you haven't got it in joy-con mode if you're playing on the switch light or you're just playing in handheld mode um you can actually tap on the screen where you want to shoot star bits um so my understanding was there you either had to have touchscreen or motion control to be able to do that function. However, Mr. Haru and um, I'm going to get this name wrong because you guys say things differently to me. ZMB Hunter or ZMB Hunter? Zombie Hunter, probably. Oh, Zombie Hunter. That makes more sense. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Thank clicking. you. Um, the, way, the way it's spelled. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> so they both pointed out yes you can use the pro controller with it so apologies there that's my mia culpa i i didn't know i don't have a pro controller to actually test it out with but from the instructions of the game it sounded like you couldn't so whoops on the back of the box it does say pro controller compatible but it doesn't specify the game it's compatible yeah. to there are three games in this so okay. I, the pro controller will definitely work with sunshine and mario 64 but yeah. anyway so correction there for you guys um also i did <laughs> I did kind of make a joke as more of a flippant comment slash joke when I was talking about Mario Galaxy because I was saying Mario 64 I still love it's still probably my favourite 3D platformer of all time I absolutely love it still Sunshine back in the day when I first played it on the GameCube I didn't enjoy it I kind of I think I, so I basically sold it um, I've got it again since but I just haven't really played it I just did not enjoy it back in the day however I was enjoying it a lot more whereas Mario Galaxy back in the day I really enjoyed but this time I'm not enjoying so much and I made a sort of joke about how, actually, I kind of prefer Lost World to Mario Galaxy, which um, seemed to... Yeah, sorry, Sonic Lost World to Mario Galaxy. So I'm holding, I'm holding up the game cartridge to the screen for any audio listeners there. Um, That's sweet. So yeah, that was a bit of a, bit of a flippant comment slash joke on that, yeah. because everyone compares Sonic Lost World to Mario Galaxy because of the way the world's sort of set out. Um, but I, do, I did genuinely enjoy Lost World more than other people did i feel like it got some really negative reviews and i thought actually this game is way better than everyone made it out to be um so yeah i did enjoy this game uh and i played it more recently than i had played mary galaxy but i wouldn't necessarily go out there and say it is a much better game but i don't know i, yeah. I might need to play them both again next to each other because um it's been a while since i played both 
really. Gotcha. Um, other than picking up Galaxy and playing it for like a few minutes recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mr. Haru uh, said, Galaxy is one of the best games ever made. How the hell is Lost World more liked? I am genuinely effing baffled at that, lol. And Antichrist said, on what effing planet is Lost World best to receive than Galaxy? So yeah, just just addressing that, guys. Um, yeah, it's more of a joke, really. Um, but I, I did enjoy Lost World. And also, yeah, Scotty oh, knows. Oh, yeah. I, was, I read those, and I didn't even give it a second thought when you said that. Because, you know, Chris and I joke about how you have generally the opposite opinion of the masses. So <laughs> in my head, like, I didn't even react to it. Because in my head, I'm probably just used to, like, oh, that's our gram, like in the games that people hate and vice versa. So it's also who gives a shit about your opinion, really. It's just the Internet, people. But um, it was funny, the feedback that we got from that. I wish that I didn't yeah. give much um, attention to Lost World. I did play the zelda dlc which i thought was legitimately good oh, yeah. because i really liked how it felt like sonic world from sonic jam again um how you could oh, yeah. just run around and there's cuckoos doing their thing but you're and sonic looked kind of cute in the in the uh zelda or no god when he was dressed up as zelda <laughs> um in link's green tunic <laughs> yeah um because it was a, it was a weird thing where like that dlc was on the demo unit at work for some reason so i was playing it through that um but it was just really cool because, like, it was a very, like, Zelda's open world and things. It reminded me of Ocarina and Majora's Mask a little bit, but mm. you're Sonic because, and you don't, you have his speed, but the area's big enough to run around in. So I thought the DLC yeah. was pretty cool. Um, so you didn't ever try that, though, the Zelda add-on stuff? I, I, got, I got my Wii U pretty late, and I never actually downloaded any of the... Yeah. Uh, extra stuff. I'm not sure. Can you actually still download it? I think they might have turned all that stuff off. I don't um, know. Uh, listeners, if you can look that up, because I'm afraid to look, open up Google while we're recording. Uh, if you want to let us know more <laughs> feedback, you can still get that Wii U stuff. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. I wanted um, to say, I'm, I, I hope I'm going to blow your mind with this, but you mentioned the Pro Controllers. for. Or the, the, mm -hmm. There is a Pro Controller for the Switch. There's also the Joy-Cons. So... Someone else brought this to my attention that the Switch has pros and cons. Oh yeah. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, but I did my my quick meaningless hot take on the Galaxy or the 3D collection. I only played Mario 64. They definitely did no work in updating that. Like it's pretty much Ooh, a yeah. fucking ROM, guys. And I was playing uh, Rachel. Um, was like, I don't think I ever played any of these, but, you know, I'll, I'll watch you play or whatever. And I'm, like, playing them, and she's like, oh, this is a lot like, I think I played a game on DS like this. And I was like, they put it on DS, and you could play as, Bow uh, not Bowser, uh, Wario, Yoshi, and Luigi. She's like, oh, yeah, I played that. Is this, is that this? I'm like, yeah, this is that game. But the more I play and the more I hear about it, the DS version had more differences and, like, upgrades, so to speak, and, like, add-ons than yeah. this version does. Um my my two like solid complaints are that they didn't take the time to map the camera that was a C this four C buttons. So when you use the right stick, you move it, but it only goes like like a right degree, like a right angle, like it goes twenty five degrees, and you can only rotate it. You can't just move the camera around with the right stick. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still like the digital format almost. Yeah, like and, yeah, and I I I I I think it's such bullshit. They didn't widen it to eight to widescreen. Um, 
but who, whatever. The, I, I think I've also, this game is just solidifying that I've definitely gotten worse at video games or the controls are not great now because when you get the flying cap, Mario has three new caps in 64. Oh, yeah. I legitimately, it, to get the flying, you have to get them in the in the castle land to unlock them in the actual stages. So the thing where you look up at the sky in the castle or down the sun, I forget, but you're suddenly thrown into the red cap flying part and you have to essentially do a spiral around this thing to get um, eight red coins to unlock a star in there. I did that like eight times. I could not <laughs> narrow it down enough to target the coins well enough to get that. Th- I was getting so mad. Cause I was just like, I, am I really just getting worse at video games? Like, monthly here it was driving me nuts and i couldn't get some stars and things because i was just like falling off the level fell off again fucking whatever i don't know do you find yourself like that you're worse at games now that you like replay this one or anything or some some games yes definitely um but yeah in fact on that on that cap thing i did actually die more times than i had done previously i I died like three or four times i think um because i the one thing i forgot is as you as you as you're going down, you sort of you build just, up a bit of speed, and he has, he's going. Whoo-hoo. Yeah, that's, that's what really... was throwing me off. It's like, okay, I was turning, but now yeah, I'm going straight um, up again. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and it's kind of forcing you back up. You're like, no, I want to keep going. Yeah, yeah it's, um, that that I did have to do a few times. Um, yeah, I think I, did, I think I died three times on that. Actually, I think I did on the fourth. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, so. And one time I was, I basically missed the coins. I kept looping around to try and get them. I just kept missing them. And then eventually my cap power just ran out. I went, <laughs> I yeah. like, God damn it. I, I forgot. forgot the cap power runs out. Yeah, for some reason I had it in my head that since this is the bonus level, you're unlocking the cap that it's just infinite, infinitely on your head. But no, it's sure not. So, yeah, some it, that yeah. that is a game that everyone does need to play because it is like a historical game. But man, it has not aged nearly as well as people try to defend it Ooh, so. really so I, I think it has aged brilliantly i love it I, still I, I think still, it's i think it's brilliant mainly the controls like i can't there are parts that the camera genuinely did mess me up um and i don't know i feel like it was a lazy port i feel like this was a lazy collection honestly because it's cool that they have the soundtracks on there but who's taking their goddamn switch around like a walkman I, you know that was yeah, I was like, oh, cool, there were extra stuff. Oh, wait, soundtracks. I do like the soundtracks. Yeah, but I'm not I would actually to listen to it. Like, switch. Give us a download code so we can throw it on our computer. We already bought the thing. Come yeah. on. So Yeah, that, that would make way more sense to do that. Yeah, like. So. Yeah, in some know. games you can just go to like, sound options and just listen to soundtracks. So. Yeah, the sound anyway, or yeah. whatever. So. Um, I would agree. It's a late. It's, I'm happy they've done it, the collection, but at the same time, it is a lazy collection. Other companies would have revamp things or added cool stuff like even if they had the ds options and stuff like something um, yeah yeah yeah, that because that was really cool i think the main problem and the reason people see this as a lazy collection because so much was done with the first all-stars collection because the old 8-bit games were put into 16-bit graphics yeah things like that That was awesome lost levels and and different i think there was even a version that included mario world as well yeah Um, that was yeah um all Stars Collection Two, basically, Super Mario yeah. All Stars Two. It was basically the same thing, but they added in um, Super Mario World, which was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cause I remember I first played Mario Bros. Three 
on the All Stars oh, game wow. on SNES, and then yeah. my friend said, oh, "I've got it on the on the NES." I was like, "Yes, I've played this game so many times. I love it." I went to play. I was like, "This isn't the same game." Like, like <laughs> the music was on. Like the colors weren't quite the same. I was like, "What's right. going on?" Yeah, this is the original. I just didn't realize. But yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, dear. But yeah. I guess that wraps up the feedback. Thanks for the feedback, everybody. Yeah. And apologies for my stupid mistakes I made and what have you. Your opinions um, are not your mistakes. Awesome. <laughs> well, the Joy-Con thing was a mistake. Oh, that was a genuine yeah. apologies. That was, yeah. Um, anyway, so I guess that moves on to Scotty Moe's Mail Sack of Wonder. That's right. Uh, God, I should have this prepared. Okay, but we'll just unzip this bad boy and bring it on up. Probably don't have to be that close to the mic, but here we are. Um, So we've got first on Twitter, Chaz Bagley, which is a great name. I hope that's your real name, um, says Panzer Dragoon remake was released on Steam yesterday. Anybody getting it? I already did. (laughs) I will buy that remake as many times as I can to push more remakes of the Panzer Dragoon stuff. I know they're already doing two, but we need more saga. Did you grab? Oh yes, I have not yet, but I plan to. Um, so maybe I'll boot up Steam now and just do it while we're talking on the show. Well, you uh, got the classic edition, which is going to be the physical Switch version. But did you actually play it yet at all? No, I haven't received it yet. Actually, the what? I haven't received it. Oh no, I know. Uh, well, see, I'm insane, and I did that classic edition, but I also got it on Switch because. There. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So I've I've got the digital version on Switch. Okay. I played that, oh, and I okay. also paid for the physical version. But I haven't got the physical version yet. Right so on. yeah. So you um, already okay. So you played it though. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have you played it since the major patch update where they fixed the controls and stuff a little bit. I haven't actually. No, I haven't. It's so... a different game almost. I definitely recommend going oh, back really? to because the 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 cursor they changed the look of the cursor so it's easier to play. Um, right. Okay. But uh, and they added like episode zero and stuff to it uh, or easily accessible episode zero. But uh, okay. Yep. So I'm crazy and I now own that game three times. Um, mm-hmm. That's how we're gonna get the saga remake somehow in some way, shape, or form. So. Um, <laughs> I hope it does. I hope it spurs them to really make that. Yeah. Um, I think I now technically own it four times. I just bought it on Steam literally just then, so nice. that's downloading. Because um, I think I've got it. They had a PC version, you know, they, when they used to do the Sega PC versions. If that makes sense. Oh, the original the one. On my shelf. Uh, I'm sorry, just looking at my shelf. If I've got it there, no, I don't. I, I think mean, it's in my parents' house. I'm pretty sure on, they put the original one on PC. I do remember that. Hmm. Yeah, um, so I think I've got it on that and my parents' house somewhere. And then, I've, yeah, I've got it on Saturn, Switch, and Steam. Yay! Awesome. Yep. There you go. I'm probably going to get a PS4 version, people. That's just, I'm, I I think Chris did the same thing with Streets of Rage 4. He bought it on everything that he could, so. Um, yeah, I've got that on Xbox and Switch. Was it on um, sale still when you just bought it? It had 10% off okay. on Steam. Yeah, there's a little bit off still right now if you got I think that's like... It cuts it. It is twenty five or something. That'll bump it down to twenty three or twenty two. Um, yeah, on Steam with a percentage of it's like seventeen pounds fifty four pence. There you go, guys. <laughs> Grab it. Yep. Uh, and then yeah, Discord. We oh, go ahead. I just said worth it. Worth it oh, for the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Discord, Mr. Haru asks, what video game character would you think would be a VTuber? V is in victory. Uh, some people would not call this a victory. Just kidding. But it's basically, instead of a webcam, for those that don't know what a VTuber is, um, you have an anime-type person uh, that is mapped, not mapped, I don't know, somehow it has facial recognition stuff so that when you're talking, the mouth moves and the expressions sort of change and stuff. The the one that I can think of um, that got a lot of traction on uh, Twitter was a anime girl playing Mario, and she's like in one of the dungeons maybe or something, and... She says, it's the first Mario, I think, and she just goes, much confidence, and runs and lands straight in the lava, and then after that she goes, no confidence. Uh, So, um, yeah. So I guess for mine, video game character, I wouldn't mind seeing Jill Valentine watch her play some video games uh, from Resident Evil. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I mean, I think the the Sega go-to answer might be Hatsune Miku, maybe, if you think of, like, an anime lady first, but... Uh, Do you have a video game character? It doesn't have to be an anime character that you would want to be, or that you could see God. being a VTuber. Like, ah, um, this is better. This is this literally just came to my head partly because I just looked at the game on the shelf. I thought that could be cool. Um, do you remember? Have you ever played Far Cry Three? Uh, no, but I know of it. Oh, okay. There's a guy like one of the main bad guys in it. He's called Vass or Vass. I can't remember how they pronounce yeah, his name. Yeah, he's now. a guy in the cover, He's kind of a yeah, he's on the cover. Him. I think him, if he's doing it in character, I think yeah. that would be really good. Cause he's, he's, he's one of my favorite um, antagonists in a video game. He's nice. so well done. Brilliant. Nice. So, yeah. There is also, I don't know if you guys have Chuck E. Cheese over there. Do you know what that is, though? I know. It's, it's kind of like, is it like a kiddie-style restaurant sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, like it's basically what there. Five Nights at Freddy's was based off of loosely, because they had, they used to, they'd have people running around in costumes of like a big mouse and uh, his buddies that were a chef, a bird, other stuff, I don't remember. But they would also have a an electronic, um, like a robotic band on stage, which was just big puppets being electronically controlled. So the piano player would just be like going like this for... Okay. minutes while they're playing a song and like there's like if there was no if if the sound would mess up all you would hear is like like hear the sounds of the plastic and the metal and their eyes and crap but it's five Go. nights at freddy's was based off of that crap but what i'm getting at is apparently chucky e. cheese has a twitch and there's a puppet of chucky just uh, uh sorry charles entertainment cheese the mouse playing games but he doesn't say anything he'll just hold up a whiteboard that says game on or like welcome new viewers or like something oh, wow. like that it's hilarious but also scary because there's no it, it's definitely it's got to be three people doing this thing because like someone's playing fall guys while someone's manning the puppet while someone's writing stuff down it, it's just it, <laughs> this is the world we live in now <laughs> wow that's that's a thing <laughs> bloody hell um and then tornado jones mr Corey from the megavision staff and scrubverse universe uh, <clears throat> asks has scotty had a chance to listen to the new twerp album if so what are your thoughts i'm about halfway through and i think it's good but no song so far has jumped out at me like phantom racer or starlight brigade did from their previous album um he might have actually skipped they okay so twerp it's spelled t-w-r-p and that stands for tupperware remix party they are an awesome 
kind of a disco rock band because they do have disco vibes to their music, but there are songs that are just straight up rock songs. Uh, I have one of their okay. awesome shirts on that I will show the audience. That is the it is Ooh. the character select screen from the Turtles arcade game. Um, but uh, it has each of the characters. So no joke, Doctor Sung, the lead singer, he actually uses nunchucks on stage for one of their songs, and he's pretty impressive. Like that whole band's wow. aesthetic, they said recently on Twitter was inspired by essentially VHS blank recording tapes. <laughs> so. Um, that's like the rainbowy kind of out of this world stuff. Um, their most so they did have an album before this one called Return to Wherever, which was okay, but still their strongest one was the one before that that I forget the name of right now. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. But over the top, uh, I do like the first couple of songs coming at you, roll with it, very energetic. Um, the they and they have some songs that acknowledge the pandemic, which is cool because I feel like some people are kind of avoiding that in their material right now. Um, but I, I dug that they had the gambler on a song from, and she's in the band Proto Men, but it was cool to see someone other than Panther, the lead singer of Proto Men, doing stuff with other bands. Uh, and I like Grand Prix is the last track. Definitely, yeah. Overall, it's not as powerful of an album as their other stuff. Um, I'm trying to look up the other, oh, Together Through Time. That came out two years ago. That I feel is their strongest album. And it's okay. super pretentious to say if you haven't heard of these guys, Graham, but this is a band where if you don't like them just listening to them, I don't fault you because you really need to go to one of their shows to experience okay. the twerp atmosphere. Like we, no joke, um, Rachel and I and our roommates at the time went to a local place that was in walking distance, a uh, really crappy bar, but they have awesome bands play. Like we've seen Bit Brigade there and other stuff, but... We walk in, and this is where I actually got the booty glasses because they had a band open for them called Planet Booty. Um, they were okay. <laughs> They're kind of like hip-hop R&B uh, with hilarious stuff. And But Twerp comes on, and they have these outfits where the lead singer has basically a cone on his head, but it's got, like, rope lights, and, like, they all have, like, jumpsuits. Like. Not jumpsuits, but, like, spandex sort of. Uh, Commander Meowth is their bassist who is the best bassist i have ever heard and probably alive right now um i will probably i will put down i'll i'm gonna end the episode with their song head up high because that is a good example of their talents but he slaps that bass uh their guitarist is amazing their drummer is amazing they do they kind of gained relevance by being the backup band for ninja sex party have you heard of them at all oh I I am a pretty big fan of Ninja Sex Party, actually. Yeah, I know most of their songs. The band yeah. for Ninja Sex Party is basically Twerp. Um, so oh, okay. they Brilliant. do a lot of collaborations. You should check out, this might be a good introduction to them for you, the song called The Hit. Um, and the Hit, okay. Yeah, I'll find the music video for you, because that, that's a pretty good one. But the Danny is on this album as well. He's pretty much on all their albums, at least one song. Uh, his song that he okay. did with them is pretty good, too. Um, but... Just we went to this show on a Sunday night, just thinking like, whatever, it's walking distance. It's like ten bucks if even to get in. But and this is Sunday night, you know, when the world was sort of normal, and we're just like, all right, we'll see, we'll see what this band is. I've heard good stuff, but Twerp gets on on the stage, and we're just like, holy shit, this is one of the best performing bands I've ever seen, <laughs> and it was so worth it. They have a bit also where. Like halfway before the encore, or whatever they'll leave and they'll come back out on hoverboards, like onto the stage. <laughs> it's just okay. si silly and 
my favorite song, and Corey will agree, is Phantom Racer, which is essentially like okay. Racer X meets Top Gun meets um um uh what's it called? Thunder uh crap. What's that other Tom Cruise movie? Days of Thunder. Rolling Thunder? Oh Days of, oh, Days of Thunder, yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah Rolling yeah. Thunder's a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's just they're a really cool band. They have a very positive message overall. Some of them do stuff on Twitch, um, but if you get the chance, go see Twerp. Uh, who it doesn't matter okay. who they're playing with or what's going on, go see Twerp or find some of their like they've got a keytar in their show. Good shit, very much like that, that's old it. Vibe. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, yeah, the newest album's good, but still, uh, uh, the Forever Through Time is my favorite of theirs for sure, or Together Through Time. That's uh, that's all everyone needed to know. Cool. Okay, um, I'll, I'll have a listen this week and uh, I'll report back to you. I can't figure out the chords that I always play. Oh, okay, I got them. Uh, did Did you have any other opinions on any of that stuff, Graham? <laughs> That's fine. That's all good. I was to say I'll just listen to the music, and I guess that uh, wraps up the news bag, mailbag, whatever. Oh God, <laughs> the bag is away. Some sort of bag is gone now. <laughs> oh dear! You might need to see that that strumming again. That didn't come, not, not that did not oh. come through on my microphone. No problem. Try that again. Because that was the mail sack. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Ah, uh, wow. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh, there is one thing we don't. We sort of have stopped doing our news bits. Uh, in in the main show, but something came up. Um. Well, very recently, that uh, yeah. I think Scotty, you wanted to talk about, didn't you? So yeah. let's have a quick news bite or news bit. The Tokyo Game Show just happened, and while we're still, a lot of news is still being like, there's no solid list of everything that happened yet, unfortunately, at the time of this recording. So we're probably missing some stuff, maybe some Sega stuff. But a big thing that came out was that um, Sega announced Virtual Fighter Cross Esports Project. Um, and uh, Chris posted this on the site. Uh, it's a trailer that and that incorporates Virtua Fighter with other stuff, and there's like a silhouette of Akira at the end and stuff. Um, it didn't confirm a new game or anything, but it's essentially saying that uh, it. Well, I'll read this quote here from the from the po- from the um, announcement. Virtua Fighter was created as the world's first 3D fighting game in 1993. Will restart as an esports title in celebration of Sega's 60th anniversary, starting in Japan. Um, and then it says details on the project will be announced in a future update. So that okay. doesn't necessarily mean that there's a new Virtua Fighter, but it's good to know that they have not forgotten what is a lot of people's favorite fighting franchise. I could never get into mm. the. It's it's a it has a steeper learning curve i feel than a lot of finding games with the like floatiness of it but so they didn't announce anything else but it maybe leads into virtual fighter 6 or i don't know what it meant by rebirth or something like that uh but it's yeah pretty cool what uh, this is probably all you've heard about it graham but what do you think uh, i'm just interested to see where they go with that um yeah starting as an esports thing i guess I don't know. I, mean, I, have no, I have no, almost no opinion on this. I think I'm, I'm happy they're doing, uh, looking into Virtua Fighter again. For me, Virtua Fighter is one of my favorite uh, fighting games. I preferred it way over Tekken back in the day. Um, still do. I still think Virtua Fighter 3TB on the Dreamcast was a massive letdown because that was against Soul Calibur and Dead or Alive 2, which at the time 
they both visually looked way better and were faster and smoother games. Yeah. However, I still have a place in my heart for the Virtua Fighter. Virtua Fighter 2, I think, is actually probably still one of my favourite mm-hmm. fighting games of all time. I love that game. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess, see where it goes. Uh, yeah, to me, it doesn't sound like necessarily they're doing a brand new one, but, or maybe they're kind of, I don't, I, well, I don't know. Because I imagine they wouldn't just make a game just for esports, would they? If they would, they would release right. a virtual fighter game on consoles, but with the intention of it. I don't know. Um, esports but, is as big as football, and well, football and football in different countries <laughs> of the world. Um, yeah. So if there's any place to like expose more people to virtual fighter, this would be it. I think. Um, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So, because they, I don't think, I I was going to look it up, like, when, with the, I feel like there's been mobile releases, or, like, cell phone releases uh, for stuff. I think the most recent full Virtual Fighter game we got was a port of it in one of the Yakuza games. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it would be really cool. Um, I, I, I have nothing against the series, I just suck at fighting games, but... Between that and Fighting Vipers, we eventually got Fighters Mega Mix, which is an amazing uh, oh, Sega Smash Brothers, essentially. And I would love if somehow this led to another one of those, or even just re-releasing that game. Um, yeah. So that, I think that's pretty cool. I, we don't really have much more to say about that, I don't think. Like I said, we're still kind of in the in the um, the cloud of Tokyo Game Show for 2020. There's Capcom had their stuff, and I'm excited about. I'm just excited about the fact that they acknowledge that Resident Evil's 25th anniversary is next year, 2021. Ooh. Yeah, and they came up with a cute little raccoon character called Raccoon Coon. Um, <laughs> and uh, and today I saw a trailer for oh shit, what was it called? I put it in the Discord. Resident Evil something. Um, let me find this real quick just to get the name right. Is it um, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness? The way it starts, though, is oh. like Claire walking into a old house that looks like the Resident Evil 7 house. And then, yeah. like, you see Leon a little bit. Claire steps on some vials of something. Um, but I was confused because then at the end it shows the Netflix logo. And I was immediately oh. like, no! <laughs> it's like dismayed. <laughs> like, I don't want a series. I want I want... I thought it was DLC for the RE2 remake. Um, right. And... But if it's like the CG movies, they've been decent, like Degeneration and uh, Damnation or whatever they're called. Um, yeah, I find them quite hit and miss the Resident Evil movie. They're the like they're the CGI movies. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, they're, they're, yeah I've, I've seen the CGI ones as well. And I was okay. like, some of them are like, how many have there been? I feel like there's been a few. I think just. But I remember three. watching one going, this is great. Yeah, the next the one, one I was like, that was okay. The one in the airport I thought was cool. Um, I think that was Degeneration. I can't remember. Fun fact that was the first Blu ray movie i bought in my life <laughs> um the most recent one with like chris and some sort of military thing involved i didn't think was great but they've all been better than the freaking mia jovovich movies by far um yeah but what's confusing is there was also that tv series announced that was supposed to be about wesker's kids and so when i saw the netflix oh. logo come up i'm like wait is that this is this a movie there's nothing no other information but there okay. was a lot of Resident Evil stuff, so that was cool, and I'm oh. I'm just excited that Capcom is acknowledging the 25th anniversary of the series, because it is a big deal for them, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to some companies that have just ignored franchises' birthdays. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. 
Yeah. So wow. Maybe we'll get Resident Evil remake of the remake of the remake coming out on oh, no, the. I wouldn't put it past them. Series X and uh, PS5. That'd be that'd be good. Resident Evil Sex. What? That's all. Series X is <laughs> just still such a bad name. Oh my god. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Right. So let's uh, let's close up that uh, news bit, bite thing, whatever we want to call that. And um, should we take a quick break? Sure. Cool. Good. Could, uh, my oh, cider's yeah. going right through me. Did you see I'm drinking some just regular old cider, but from my Doctor Ooh. Who glass? Um, oh, nice. I did not realize there's a Doctor Who glass, to be honest, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, Rachel has a bunch Ooh. of them. These are one of the less threatening, but they'll never change become a, because of tradition enemies, the Cybermen. Cybermen. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah there's, there was an episode I saw with Cybermen versus the Daleks, and the Daleks were just destroying them all. They were just so useless to Cybermen. I was so just like... weird. I'm sure they should be better. <laughs> yeah, it, the, the, like, we're watching... We're still on the David Tennant series, or seasons, oh, okay. but... Like, I tell her, I'm like, why did they not modernize? She's like, I think they were just afraid to mess with tradition in terms of how the Daleks, which are basically giant um, uh, Roombas. Trash cans? Yeah, trash can Roombas. (laughs) And the Cybermen that just look like nutcrackers that are not threatening. (laughs) But we did did recently watch um, what's Rachel's favorite episode, now my favorite episode, the first one with the Weeping Angels, because that was legitimately scary the oh that was such um have, have you seen much of them past that, that those ones or uh, they that might have been the last episode we watched um so okay we're gradually making our way through the tenant years and then on to uh matt matthew smith i guess is the next guy. okay yeah yeah um, um cool i won't say any more then um but yeah i love that that weeping angels episode just so she, good. she told yeah. me they do come back as actual enemies for matthew smith's doctor um, but mm-hmm. she didn't say any more than that. She said that that was the first Doctor Who episode she ever watched, so that's what got her into the series. I'm like, honey, no other episode is like that episode. She's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Was, um, cool. I feel like with the David Tennant ones, they do actually genuine, and, and the Matt Smith, they do genuinely have some really good plot stories that thread throughout the whole seasons. Yeah. That like come back sometimes, and like there's one bit I was just like, Oh my god! If they had been planning that for like two seasons or something, that's oh, amazing. Because yeah. something, something happens in one of them. I was like, that was so good. That's such yeah. a good idea. All yeah. I know is where we yeah. are right now. I'm ready for a new companion because I feel like Martha is just pretty boring. Uh, she was the girl. Oh, which was one's Martha? Um, she was the black chick that was a doctor or a practicing uh, doctor. Yeah. It probably doesn't okay. help that she was in an episode before she became a companion. Where she was just like a background character, the the one with the Cybermen putting two Bluetooth earpieces on everybody. Oh, okay. She yeah. was one of the random yeah. data entry people that died, but then let's just ignore her because she's part of the BBC like family, so she's going to get <laughs> staffed again, you know, or casted again. Yeah. So it was funny, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool. right. break time. Let's quickly have a quick break and yeah. right back. I'm going to stop my recording. Okay, doke. I want to let you guys know that Megavisions has a Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Megavisions. And when you're there, you can choose to uh, get either a physical or digital issue of the magazine. Uh, We ship 
uh, worldwide, so you can get one wherever you live. And if you subscribe to the physical edition, you automatically receive the digital issue uh, as well. And we only charge your account when we're actually ready to ship an issue. So you don't have to worry about getting uh, random charges that you don't understand why they're coming your way. We are uh, very clear and we let everyone know uh, like the weeks leading up to when we're actually going to charge everyone's account. So uh, anyway, please go check it out. Uh, like I said, it's uh, www.patreon.com slash megavisions. Welcome back. We're now moving on to our picks of the week. So uh, this week, I am going to start with a movie. Uh, I watched, it came out this week, I believe, Enola Holmes on Netflix. Um, have you heard of this, Scotty? Um, I saw it on the outline yesterday, and then I saw it in Netflix's recommendations last night. So that's all I know. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. So uh, it stars uh, Henry Cavill, who is Superman, um, mm. a guy who I've just forgotten the name of. Oh, God damn it! That's really annoying. I had his name in my head a moment ago, and it is uh, Sam Claflin, um, who fans of The Hunger Games will probably recognize him. He played Finn, uh, Finnick in The Hunger Games movies. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter is in it. And also the main star is Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Right. Uh, so... Actually, pretty decent cast, really. Those are the main characters. There's some other characters in it who are recognisable, but most of them are actually from, I guess, British TV shows. Although there are a couple of actors from Harry Potter in it as well, so you might recognise a few faces. Um, but essentially, uh, it, it's about Enola Holmes, who is the younger sister of Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. Uh, it's set in the late 1800s. Um, mm. And essentially, her dad died when she was a baby. Um, Mycroft and Sherlock moved out when she was very young, so she was brought up by her mother, and her mother homeschooled her and taught her everything, but she didn't do normal lady things, because back in those days, women were taught sort of basic, you know, writing and spelling and maybe a little bit of maths, but they weren't taught um, other things. So they were taught to do embroidery, for example, and how to stand and how to talk and how to cook, because mm. uh, that's the way it was back that then. That's a book um, exactly balancing a book on your head that is actually part of the movie they talk about that <laughs> so but she did not learn all those things she learned um things like science she learned about nature she learned how to fight so she did jujitsu uh fencing she played tennis and stuff uh so it was things that most mostly men would do but her mum was teaching her how to do it because her mum was a bit of a rebel and then one morning her mum just disappears basically she she just leaves she hasn't been kidnapped that's all they know but she's just vanished and uh, essentially uh, Sherlock and Mycroft sort of come back and they find this almost untamed wild younger sister who isn't very ladylike and stuff and they're all a bit shocked but she sets off essentially on her own path to uh, try and solve the disappearance of her mother like find out where her mother went because it turns out the mother left a couple of clues behind uh, just for her to try and like solve hmm. uh, um, so there's there's an element of mystery that the mother is in trouble, uh, but you don't really know what or anything like that. So yeah, she sets on her own path, and she sort of that leads into some other dangers and things. And yeah, it's a really good, really good movie. Um, oh, I like how movie, it yeah. actually touched. 
yeah so it's a movie it's not a tv show it's a movie made by netflix um and i like how it touches on the sexism that was rife at the time Mm. um and it's a key plot point for most of it but at the same time it doesn't feel like they're shoving it down your throat like some movies do some movies like to really make a big point about it like um it's a hard balance you know feminism is good um and it's a hard balance and feminism is good is a good thing you know um equality is a fantastic thing but yeah some movies really try to shove it down your throat it's kind of that can be off-putting at times um but this one i feel like does it does it brilliantly does it so well um mini bobby brown is brilliant in this as well um it's so good it's actually a very funny movie so it's got elements of like mystery and intrigue and stuff within it mm-hmm. but she, it's so funny and she really lends her hand to making it so good it's like some of the facial expressions and stuff and she there's there's times where she breaks the fourth wall and we just like turn to the camera and talk to the camera oh. and but it's in such a good way it's it's so good i i cannot i would gush about this movie all year everything well there's only a few months left okay i'll, I'll gush about it for the next year as well it's so good. Definitely watch it. Uh, it's, it's just recently out. I really hope yeah. they make a sequel. Um, it, I didn't realize this at the time, but it is actually based on a book um, by uh, an, a lady called Nancy Springer. So it's not one of the original Arthur Conan Doyle stories. It's a more modern writer. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. And uh, I mean, Holmes and Sherlock come into it a little bit and sort of help out, or they, they're doing their own sort of solving of mysteries. Um, within it so henry cavill and um sam claflin uh claflin whatever um they they do play a, a, a crucial role in the, in the plot so it's not just all about enola so they are building up the characters for all three of them essentially um so i feel like if they were to do a second movie it would be really interesting hmm. uh but yeah she is brilliant the movie's brilliant very very good script as well um I wouldn't say it's like the greatest mystery movie ever or anything like that. There are some, there are definitely better sort of mystery movies out there mm-hmm. in terms of that side of things, but just the way it all comes together is so well done. So, yeah. I mean, have you got any questions uh, there, Scotty, <laughs> for me at all? Or uh, no, it sounds good. Uh, the Stranger Kids, the Stranger Kids, the Stranger Things kids <laughs> um, are doing all right. If you watch the more recent It movies with. Uh, Oh God, he has a name that doesn't sound real, and I can't remember it now. Something like Hans Wolfblood or whatever the hell it is. Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, um, I should probably Google that as well. Um, yeah, the main, yeah, anyway. main kid yeah. in Stranger Things. He's been doing all right, and he um, is going to be in the next Ghostbusters movie. Um, but yeah, I'm ex- I, I did see the Godzilla movie with Millie Bobby Brown in it. She has a. It's weird that there are even human characters kind of in that movie, but. Um, but she was good in it. So that this does sound like something I do actually want to watch this. Maybe we'll watch it today because we did just watch uh, the thing that I'll get into recommending. But we're in kind of a mystery movie kind of mood right now. So it'll be uh, wasn't what's his his name's not Minecraft, but all I kept hearing was Minecraft. Wasn't that like the chief of the police that reluctantly was working with Sherlock or something? I don't remember. Oh, Mycroft. No, yeah. Mycroft my is Sherlock Holmes and Enola Holmes' eldest brother. Oh, so brother. In, yeah, okay. Right, right, right. If you ever watched BBC Sherlock, so the sort of modern yep. take with Benedict yep. Cumberbatch, um, yeah, Mycroft's in that, and he works for the government. So That's I believe in the actual right. original books, he does work for the government as well, so he's okay. got a high-paying job. And in some representations, he's actually more intelligent than Sherlock. Uh, um, hmm. But he doesn't use his intelligence in the same way, so Sherlock will use... Sherlock's one of those characters who's actually a bit of a dick in most of the actual books. He doesn't actually have much emotions and stuff. Right. Yeah. And he's, 
He's addicted to drugs in the books and stuff. He's just not actually a very likable character, but he's just so intelligent. Yeah. Um, he's almost like a Sheldon if Sheldon took drugs and like tried. To, his he's got a curiosity for the world where he would actually try and experience things. Where yeah. Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, I'm talking about, obviously, um, yeah. won't do that. He's just very intelligent, but won't try new things. Whereas Sherlock would do that, and Sherlock is a master boxer and stuff like that. So he's good at fighting and all these sort of other things. So yeah. Yeah. Violin as well. Um, whereas Mycroft is, is in some, as I say, some adaptations, more it decides uh, described to be, or shown to be more intelligent, hmm. but doesn't broaden his horizons as much. Um, yeah. And in this, in is, is a is younger. She's, she's clearly very intelligent, but she hasn't got the same life experiences that Mycroft, and Sherlock have. So that's also a really good thing I like about it. It's, hmm. it's almost a contrast of, of the three characters. It's brilliant. I really like that. So, okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Oh, and just so you, just for the Stranger Things kids that you're talking about, Finn Wolfhard. Is that the yep. one you were talking Finn about? Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. That's not a real name. Yep. That sounds like a freaking <laughs> 1930s detective or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Finn Wolfhard here. See? And I'm yeah. here to solve the puzzle. Um, sorry. <laughs> when crime yells, the Wolfhard howls i don't know let's get to work yeah brilliant oh, um boy. cool uh, so what, what is your pick of the week scotty yeah my pick of the week i had to think about this because i was like what have we done that's not been screaming at my ps4 or like a lot of bands have been doing online concerts which has been cool but um last night we ended up watching for the second time the movie knives out uh which Ooh. we saw in theaters um, it's got Daniel Craig, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Chris Evans, a bunch, Don Johnson, a bunch of stars in there. Um, mm -hmm. And for those that have no idea what it is, think of the movie Clue from the 90s, but current day and the rich father, grandfather, whatever was uh, he committed suicide and he leaves his fortune to somebody. But or who is he going to leave his fortune to? And was it the... Um, was it his assistant? Was it whoever? Was it was was it was the troubled youth or whatever? But um, no, it's a good it's a good whodunit film. Um, I I I felt I was bummed out when we saw it in theaters because I learned then that Rachel had never seen the Clue movie, and so I think as a result she didn't enjoy the Clue movie as much. Uh, whereas oh, I really? I like Knives Out because it reminded me of Clue, um, which Clue is still funny. Some of the jokes have not aged very well, but it's still hilarious in a lot of areas. Uh, Knives Out has its funny bits. I definitely recommend it, though, for a good whodunit. Um, we've seen it twice, and we still we want to like find the Blu-ray and still get that, which if you've not seen it, though, be careful looking at the Blu-ray because there's actually spoilers on the cover. So oh. like, maybe just somehow open it without looking at the front or back and just put the disc in and watch it. Um I found that out and I thought, I think it's pretty cool. It's almost like, how, <coughs> sorry. It's almost like how one season of the show lost. If you have the DVDs, there's actually spoilers when you open up the, the cases because on the front it has a whole cast, but then like within the case of one of them, it shows everyone that actually survives that season, like bullshit like that, oh, which God. is cool if you've seen it. But if you've not, then you open it up, you're like, oh, so that's who dies before you're even watching the season or something. Yeah, so okay. Just be weary. Uh, at least for the American case, it has spoilers on it. Um, but no, it, it's fun. And Daniel Craig uh, does a good job of with his character. There's a lot of... It, it's good acting overall and all around. And it's just a fun putting things together. And it was cool seeing it a, a second time. 
Um, kind of like how you try to figure things out, like the second time you see Inception or something like that. Um, not to that degree of hurting your brain, but uh, it's good. And they did confirm a sequel, which is going to have a totally different cast, of course, uh, aside from Daniel Craig, which makes sense because he's the private investigator in the movie. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So it's good. Knives Out is a fun time. Um, I We watched it on... Amazon Prime, so it's free on there right now. If you ha- it's free on Prime if you have Prime, um, but yeah. So otherwise, maybe just buy it. I don't know. It's there, there's not many like decent whodunits that don't try to throw that aren't like Quentin Tarantino and throwing sex in your face every left and right. So it's a good one. Knives out. Mm, yeah. Have you yeah, seen so that? I, funny enough i actually watched it last weekend oh cool and i was tossed i was actually tossing it up to be my choice of picks of the week last week but i mm-hmm. didn't in the end and then i saw no the homes this week i was like and the homes tipped it for me but yeah i loved knives out this first time i saw it was last weekend as you say it's very reminiscent of clue in some ways i mm-hmm. think that's down to the fact that it's a murder mystery but they've done it in a funny comical way almost yeah um i mean it's not like balls to the wall laughs at every minute it's but it's very well done and I, the comedy is very good um i i was also just surprised the way it played out as well without giving any spoilers it didn't play out like a normal who done it really right yeah. um so i don't want to say any more than that because anyone who's seen it will probably understand what i'm trying to say there yeah uh, but yeah i love the characters in it i love all the different characters and <laughs> daniel craig's character so have you, do you ever watch the american office or did you ever watch the american office the first season but it's just that Oh, damn it. Okay. I think I've asked you this so many times. But there's an episode later on where it's going to, I think the company is being sold or something and they're, 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 they, they don't know if they're going to lose their jobs and stuff. So Michael Scott, the, the office manager, basically, rather than like keep people working or send them home or anything, he basically holds a murder mystery party. <laughs> um, and it's like one of those ones on like a CD and it's like got, it's all set in, um, uh, Oh, it's basically set in Louisiana, so it's like southern, like really southern American, like yeah, like we're basically mm. what Daniel Craig, uh, like his voice is, huh. like yeah. gentlemen, there has been a murder. I can't do the voice. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so they're all talking like that. I and, would so um, be obliged to do me your kindness. Of, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. So that every, when when Daniel Craig started speaking, all I could all I could hear was um, <laughs> Michael Scott going. There has been a murder. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I do declare. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do declare. Yeah, and I think for the rest of the weekend, I was talk- walking around with talking with a Jeez. Southern American accent. I'm sure, that was a blast. <laughs> oh yeah, the, yeah. The only um, thing I don't like about Knives Out is the the character trait that they give to Marta um, in in terms of how she can't lie. But I mean. Oh, that's, you yeah. you kind of you because it's just so ridiculous that it's almost like something out of a Goosebumps book. Um, but you with but eventually like the movie's better overall that you just forgive that one silly thing and it just keeps going because it does drive the plot and and, mm. and whatnot. But um, yeah. yeah, I I will not mm, I won't say anything. But I I remember when we saw it that I did kind of call out a part. Um, I did. Mm, I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after we're done. Okay, that's cool. Um, I actually did guess a couple of, uh, two or three of the twists in it. Yeah. Um, that that did pop up. Um, one of them was quite early on, actually. I was, I was like, yeah, something, something's there, sort of thing. Um, 
But I, bet I know what you're thinking of. Yeah, I, generally, I, I, I thought it played out really well. It's mm-hmm. one of those movies that, even though you know what happens, I reckon I could easily watch it again. Because that's the thing, some murder mysteries, you've seen it once, you don't need to see them again. Yeah. Um, but the mark of a good one, like Clue, for example, and this is, I reckon you can you can watch them many times. And Yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, um, so... Uh, I guess is that is that the is that the end of your picks week? Have you got anything more to add? Yeah, or no, that's it. Uh, other than yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I guess that wraps up our picks of the week this week. And uh, unless do you want to do you want to quickly guess what Chris would have done this week? Oh God, let's, let's, have, uh, Chris, let's have Chris come back into the conversation. Jesus Christ, something probably happened on Shutter. Joe Bob, <laughs> he probably watched something for Blood Sucking Geeks, which is clearly a more fun podcast than ours. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he'll say, yep, I've just been watching the Hammer films. Somehow I don't have time to play video games, guys, but I watched all 13 of the Mummy movies, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you enjoyed them, Chris. Thank you. And that'll wrap up our Picks of the Week. (laughs) There we go. What's up, guys? We are on Twitch three days a week, sometimes more, sometimes less. What is the internet? But if you go to twitch.tv backslash megavisions... Monday, mon- mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, uh, you will see us playing everything from Fantasy Star Online 2 to Anarchy Reigns on our Thursday night throwdowns, which we do also invite the community into. Uh, and we have coming up on there to be hosted on Twitch is the 24-hour Dreamless Dreamcast Marathon on September 12th. Mark your calendars, but otherwise, t- check us out any day throughout the week. Keep an eye on twitch.tv backslash megavisions. And that will move on to our feature discussion, which this week, as always, we mix it up every week. This week, we are going back to our Don't Sleep On feature. So if you haven't seen one of our previous shows where we did a Don't Sleep On feature, essentially, we chat about an old movie that didn't do very well commercially or critically, but we think it has some value and are worth playing or watching. Um, and just a note, by no means are we saying these are the greatest examples of their respective genres, unless we say otherwise. Um, but we, what we're doing is we're just saying they're not as bad as you might think. So don't be put off by what you might have heard from other critics or stuff. Don't sleep on them, basically, is what we're saying. Don't sleep on these games because they have some value and you could have some fun. So, Scotty, I'll let you kick this one off. What is your don't sleep on this this week? Yeah, so I picked... I have probably talked about this on the podcast before. I don't know if I went into that much depth, but I have chosen Tempo on the 32X. My case is very beat up. I'm sorry, everyone, but whatever. Hey, I got the case, though. Um, yeah, do I have the, about to uh, say, I, none I, of my 32X games have cases, so well yeah. done. I, um, I do not have the manual, which is kind of crucial to play this game, um, but it is a cool... So the second 32X, um, nobody... Nobody bought one. <laughs> it was such a victim of circumstance and other things, and it's just a shame that it had a lot of potential. It's a shame that it didn't really go anywhere. Um, I was trying to look up like any actual reviews on this game, but I can't even find anything. But what it is is it's a platformer, and it would be it's it's an overlooked platformer that just since it was on the 32x, nobody played it. I feel like, but it has so much going on. It's so colorful and vivid. It's like if you took Dynamite Heavy, Dynamite Heady. The first Rayman, Ristar, 
and they all vomited into the same toilet. That would be this game, but fun. Uh, <laughs> the The sprite work is great. Um, I did actually play... I played it on a whim on stream once, and I ended up beating the game because uh, it was just so much fun Ooh. and very chill. It is one of those games where you can you don't have to play the levels in order. You can, It's a game show type atmosphere, so that's where it takes from Dynamite Heady a little bit, I feel like. Um, but the okay. uh, But it's not a speedy thing like Sonic. You do walk around you can run but um I'm trying to find i did find a review here but there it, it's not giving me a number but it's so colorful the sprite work is great uh the mini there are mini games in it that are just ridiculous that oh. you don't actually play as tempo in one of them and it's a twitch clip of ours where i was playing this rhythm game where you're an ant eating pizza like stealing slices of pizza as the the lady ant is watching TV and I think she doesn't want him to eat all the pizzas. So the mini game is you have to like hit a button to eat it in time, or you'll get punched in the face by the wife ant. I I don't know, but um, and it gets faster as you go. It's like da 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 like it was crazy fast, and I was like in the zone playing this thing. Oh, nice! It was very good. It was very cool. Um, and it's not too long of a game, but there are. There are times where you'll have you'll get a health or not a health pickup, but like an item or this hand. It's like a glove with a number on it, which means you can you can jump, you can kick, and you can fire out these notes. So with his name being Tempo, the box art on the front is not at all how Tempo actually looks in this game. Um, but uh, it's got a great soundtrack. But he's like a goofy little bug thing, and he does use music as a weapon. Weapon he fire outs notes. And as you power it up, it shoots them in, like, in all directions. Um, when you get a an item that brings his girlfriend into play, she's one of the... Uh, there's a button combo that when you have your girlfriend with you, you do some sort of dance routine, and then suddenly all the enemies on the screen are killed. Um, and uh, I didn't learn that until way later on, like, during a boss fight randomly. Um because it... I don't, I don't know. I didn't read the instruction manual, but you need to for this thing. Uh, and there's... Like, to give an idea of how random this game is, one of the first levels, you're going into the stomach of a dog, and the first part of it is just his mouth chomping up and down. You have to avoid his teeth or you die. And then you eventually get in there, and you're like, there's different blood cells in the background and, like, all kinds of crazy stuff. But then the boss wow. is a giant boxing glove in a boxing ring, and I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> yep. Uh Wow. So it had a sequel, or it had a kind of a light version released on the Game Gear, which uh, I was trying to look up the price of that. Um, unfortunately, this game on 32X goes for a, a pretty penny of uh, rounding out to 50 bucks loose or $116 complete. Um, let me check, check on the Game Gear one. Because the, the Game Gear one is uh, Tempo Junior, and it is okay. very much a light version of this, like not as... <clears throat> extensive. I don't know if you even have the girlfriend power up. Jesus, that goes for forty bucks loose, or even more than the thirty-two um, X game complete. And then there's a Sega Saturn sequel that was only in Japan. Oh. I think it's called Super Tempo that I do want to get, but that one's also pricey. Um, lots of people in the Mega Visions Discord are a fan of this now and like fully support this game. I'm not saying it's all because of my stream, but I think that helped, and it was a lot of fun. One of the most fun streams I've had because the chat was into it and it was like this this hidden gem from the library and and uh, as a result of that I was watching game 
uh, Game Tracks, who's another streamer. He was on the Scrubverse podcast, um, the, their last episode. Uh, he was playing the first Rayman and just not raging out, but that game gets difficult, like not fun, difficult eventually. And so I was like, dude, you got to play Tempo. It's it's the same aesthetic, but a little better and not as rage inducing. And so he popped that on and like the chat was going nuts. He was like, this is actually a legitimate good game. I'm going to have to come back to this. So I felt good that we like cultured another Sega oh, fan nice. uh, with Tempo. Um, it's such a fun and weird thing. Uh, if you have a 32X, um, grab it. If not, find a way to play it because I do recommend it for any platformer fans. Um, maybe I'll stream it again someday. I don't know. I feel like I got to do more 32X streams, um, but Tempo mm. is a solid. If I can find, actually, I can play Japanese games on my Saturn because I have the action replay now. Ugh, oh, I don't know brilliant. if I want to. I just don't know if I want to plunk down that cash for that. Maybe I'll find a, the Game Gear version or something. Maybe I'll stream it this week. I don't know, but it's. Uh, have cool. you? Did you? Uh, you said you have 32X games. Have you played this one, Graham? I have not. It was. I just had to quickly look. I just tried to look to see if I could find the price on a local store that I go to, um, which will list games even if they're out of stock, just to see roughly how much they cost. But it did not have it on there. And I've just gone to Wikipedia, and it was not released in Europe or Power oh. Rangers. It was yeah, released were... in Japan, North America, and Brazil. So Brazil, Brazil gets stuff that doesn't make any sense, but um, that that sounds about right because they were like. Amongst the 32X, um, if you can find the Japanese box art, it's a lot more fun looking. That's not going to show up. Oh, it kind of shows up. But like, I, I, I don't like what they did with the US art where he just looks like this ripped, cool dude. Yeah. So, so, so for, for the, for the uh, listeners, the audio listeners, yeah, on the Japanese version, it looks like Tempo is very much the kind of like the character that's in the video game very cute very animated big eyes um like little big eyes like a fun cartoon character on the american version it's kind of drawn like one of those kind of i guess he looks like he fits in the gritty. comic zone better than his own game with the american box art yeah i guess so it, it's it it's it's not realistic but it's almost like he's being drawn to be slightly more realistic than the video game version the actual game character is if that makes sense here's a comparison um, so the japanese box art is like fun bulbous um like goofy looking looney tunes almost but then you go to the tempo american box art and it's like what they almost made sonic look like in the new movie because <laughs> he has like ripped i was actually gonna say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just looks he's got like yeah. he's it, actually got like... toned muscles and stuff yeah Yes, that that was kind of yeah, that's kind of semi where I was leading with the analogy I was sort of trying to present that they tried to make him look realist, more realistic, but not really realistic, just like yeah. they did in the Sonic movie originally uh, with Sonic. <laughs> so yeah, wow. Um, and there's there's like spiders and well, it appears to be some sort of octopus with horns on it on the front cover of the American box art. Uh, is, that, is that what I'm looking like at? What am I looking at? There? Octopus thing? I'm not even sure. <laughs> It's got like got like bull horns as well, like just sticking up. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, tentacles and um, stuff. Um, cool, this looks good. And weirdly, though, I don't know if there's another game with a similar title. But when you mentioned Tempo, for some reason, I immediately thought of an elephant, but it's not an elephant. Clearly, in this oh, game, Tempo. I don't know why. Tempo, the badass elephant, was a Sega game. Ah, uh, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Because I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, 
I think in my head I'd heard of it and I was picturing this elephant then you showed me the box art I was like that's not what I'm thinking of um, holy shit this box art for has it looks like the American but they took off the glasses and it is bad and I'm going to share it oh. to you in our chat right now um, and maybe we can just for listeners we can, I'll link that tweet or something too but it's it's bad it's bad looking compared to oh yeah. Uh, that's freaky okay yeah we'll pop well uh, we can share that in the video um and maybe you can put it in the audio like description thing um a link yeah, to that yeah. that's the Ooh, that's a thing um wow. but it's a good um, game it's a great platformer that i'm afraid not many people have played and more people need to yeah uh cool i i will i don't know if i'm ever gonna be able to get the official version maybe maybe i'll try and check I it out i think the 32x uh, is region locked but i don't know for certain uh i thought it was i could be wrong on that so we'll, we'll, we'll have a look at that but um yeah uh cool awesome that's so me. that's you brilliant that's a that's a good one i'm i'm loving it loving it i feel that's one of those games that a lot of people wouldn't have got to play and it's definitely it a gem. there's there's some really solid 32x games and that's one of them yeah the 32x did have some surprisingly good games on it and it's sad that i think because it sold so badly most of them are expensive now with the exception of like Virtual Fighter and Doom, which just seem to be everywhere. Right. <laughs> um, I can easily get those games, although not boxed. Game and box is actually quite hard. I found yeah. at least over here. I don't know about in America, but I, it's I'm I want to complete a 32x collection, and it is a pain to find because it was those stupid cardboard boxes. So um, yeah, I have like five games, and they have their boxes, but I don't have a box for like Colibri, which is going to be. Stoop. I might yeah. just go to Etsy to find someone that makes them or something. I did already go yeah, to Etsy to find... Um, this is... Uh, I don't know how OCD you are, Graham, but I hate like this and N64 cartridges don't have the name on the top. Um, so I did right. find on Etsy. I didn't put it on this one, but I did find on Etsy stickers for the whole library. Since there's only like 40 uh, okay. games, there, it wasn't that much to find stickers to put on top of the cartridges. So that helps for the ones that don't have yeah. boxes in my collection. Yeah. Yeah, and you're lucky to get Calibri because that's one of those games which I'd love to get a proper version of that. But yeah, dude, <laughs> so I, expensive. I was collecting for the 32x before I owned a 32x. I have Knuckles Chaotix wow. somewhere, but I can't Ooh. find it. Oh man! Um, but that's wow. what literally, aside from like virtual racing and um, Fahrenheit, the TJ actually gave me Fahrenheit's one of the 32x slash Sega CD titles. Oh, okay. Um, Actually, when I let me see if I can. I'm sorry for everything. Oh, my hat's in the way. Hold on. Hold on. This is worth it. Okay. So, for the audience listeners, Scotty is currently moving his hat out of the way of his gaming shelf. And I'm going to move the camera a little bit. You can see my small 32X collection right mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Is that uh, on camera? Yeah. That is on camera? Yeah. yeah. It's like literally five or six games. But how with how small the wow. library is, that's what, 20% of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so wow, yeah, yeah that's Brilliant. me though. Cool. So for me this week, um, for my game that I suggest people do not sleep on is uh, this game, which is Viking oh. Battle for Asgard, mm -hmm. um, which did come out on the uh, PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty back in two thousand and eight. It was then re-released on Steam on the PC uh, in 2012. Um, if you don't know about it, it is published by Sega. So it's a Sega game. 
and it's by the Creative Assembly, a Sega own studio, and they're better known for their Total War franchise. Mm. Um, so, you know, the epic scale battles, um, RTS games. But more recently, they're probably very well known for Alien Isolation. And oh, the thing right. I, so um, they made Alien Isolation. Did I get that wrong? They made Alien Isolation, didn't they? You said Creative Assembly? Yeah. Yeah, they did. I'm sure they made. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, you, you, you worry. You have me seeding my own doubt. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, so if you don't know about this game, it is an action hack and slash. So it's very different to their other games they've actually made. Um, so very different to Total War. Um, they did do one sort of game in the Total War, kind of in the Total War series, um, called Spartan Total Warrior. Um, oh, which is not an RTS game, and that was that was that was also a, a 3D hack and slash game. So that that's probably the most comparable game they made previously. But this one is uh, set in like basically a big open environment, set on three islands um, based on North mythology. And the the first island is pretty big, but then the second and third islands are massive. They're really big, epic scale. And um, the the thing about it is. Um, it didn't do very well critically. I think it didn't sell too well. So it got very mixed reviews, very mostly average reviews when it came out. Um, the game can be a little slow at times. Scarin, this big Viking guy, he, he's a bit slow at times. Like he kind of moves, moves sluggishly, like, like I guess a big muscly Viking would do. Um, the, and I say the islands are huge and they're, but they're pretty sparse. There's, um, there are enemies around them, but there's not a huge amount to do there's like no real side quests or bonuses like a big open world game would normally have um so you can explore the islands it's kind of cool to explore areas but there's not really much else to find and do around them um and also each of the islands that you go to you have the same sort of key objectives to do on all of them so you're kind of repeating they're obviously in different locations and stuff and they look a little bit different but generally it's like just a few things you kind of have to do and the premise, though, is that um, essentially you play this guy called Scarin, who in the opening cutscene, you are killed in a battle. Um, so you're, you're a Viking, you're killed in a battle, but then you're resurrected um, by uh, the goddess Freya. And you are then basically fighting um, on the mortal, basically fighting for the mortal realm of um, Midgard. Um, so you're basically trying to save Asgard, which is like their. If anyone's watched the Marvel movies, it's the 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 world the world the gods live in basically. Um, but uh, Hel, um, who's another goddess, she's basically trying to raise an army of the undead to basically take over Midgard and also take over Asgard effectively. So you you are basically brought back to life by Freya, even though you're kind of raised from the dead. You're not undead. You're still like a normal Viking because yeah. um, you're a good guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's up to you to sort of basically help defeat the forces. And you do that by going around, um, helping slow down their forces by doing some of the missions. But then you actually lead armies into battle um, to fight Hell's, Hell's forces, basically, on each of the maps. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the storyline is pretty... This basic storyline is actually decent enough and is told through a few cutscenes throughout. Um, the environments are very as i say they're massive open but they're very impressive and it kind of gives this really nice atmosphere of the like the norse sort of feeling i guess to it um the combat in the game is actually really solid it's really fun really good combat really enjoyable you unlock new abilities at the more you play and stuff like you can go to these training areas and unlock new abilities which really help you in the game 
Um, the visuals for its time are very solid. Um, I wouldn't say that the greatest visuals at the t- at the time, but they were actually very good. And considering the scale of everything, it's really impressive. Um, there's some sort of stealthy bits in it, which I really enjoyed. So running around, sneaking up behind enemies is really cool. Um, there's some really brutal moves, like you do cut off people's arms and heads and stuff. And there's sort of now some slow motion moments and stuff. Um, the game does have QTEs at certain points, oh. but I think that actually works pretty well. It's mm. not as like it's not quite like um, Shemu or Shemu 2's like um, lengthy QTE chases and stuff like that. They have yeah. it's more a couple of button presses rather than like how like long chases and scenes like that. But it's, it's on some of the large enemies you fight. You get enemies which are like the size of houses, basically, which you kind of you fight them. But then to kill them, they have like a little mini QTEs where you sort of like swing up and like get on their back and like smash them, basically. Thank God. Um, Yeah, kind of like God of War. And in fact, that was the thing. When this game came out, everyone was comparing it to God of War because it kind of looks a little bit similar in some ways. Um, And yeah, it's got that kind of style of game. I I personally feel it's different enough to God of War, um, but it's definitely worth a play. And the reason why I love it so much, and the thing, the thing that really impressed me, impressed me with it, is the large-scale battles that you have. It's all in real time. It's all like still third-person, still fighting. But yeah. you've literally got thousands of people on the screen at once. Like um, you've got yeah. people on your side. You've got the enemy fighters. You're literally running into a battle, and it's freaking amazing. Um, it was just so the first mm-hmm. on the first map you do it. There's like a few hundred that you saw fighting. I was like, oh, this is a bit crazy. And then one of the other maps, like one of the other environments. It's just literally charging down to a battlefield towards a fortress, and there's literally just thousands of people just like coming behind you and in front of you. It's like, oh my god, this is insane! Um, and you're just like in there, you're duking it out. Um, you can also unlock this ability to um, help get help from these dragons who will come down and like drop like fire bombs on some of the enemies and stuff. Okay. They're, they're almost like a special ability, like in Streets of Rage, for example, the original Streets of Rage, where you could you only got to be able to use it once or twice, basically during a battle. Um, but there was also some really cool bits exploring the world because the in the game there's some areas where the, the enemies are just all positioned in an area and they'll walk around that but then there's some other en- some other like legions of enemies who will literally walk around the entire map like on marching around and stuff and there's one moment where I had to try and sneak into an enemy base and I remember like sitting on this ridge just over it I started to sneak out and I heard this marching sound I was like what the hell's that and I looked to my right and just over the hill was literally 200 enemies just like marching in marching formation coming towards me. I was like, oh, crap. And I was in a position where I kind of had to run, but I couldn't go back up the hill because I just slid down it. So I was having to run and try and get away from them. But some of them saw me. So I was getting chased by like 200 enemies at one point. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's insane. Because there's no way I could defeat them all. Because even though, even though you're a good fighter in it, you can't take on that many people. It's, yeah. It was nuts. So That's it's cool. kind of one of those games where it, it almost you make your own uh mini adventure i guess almost just by just going around doing things your way mm-hmm. um but yeah i i know the game's got flaws i'm not saying it's a perfect game but i think it was really fun uh, as i say it's available on pc it might be backwards compatible on xbox actually uh on xbox one i mean mm-hmm. um i guess we'd have to i might have to double check that actually um but yeah if you can check it out it's it'll be cheap i think it's cheap on xbox 360 and ps3 if you can find a second hand copy if not it's on steam and yeah love it brilliant um have you have you played this at all or no uh i know of it i remember thinking the box art was very generic um yeah i'll try to hold the box up again it's it's basically just a scowling scowling the main character yeah 
holding two weapons, a sword and an axe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate that it basically just got compared to God of War and then tossed aside. Especially when around this time, the newest God of War games were like on PSP and eventually 3 came out on the PS3. Um, no, I haven't touched yeah. it though. It, so, did you play? Have you played Brutal Legend at all? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it I sounded like, like it like gradually because that game does a weird switcheroo on you, like a bait and switch, and eventually turns into a real time strategy game. And it sounds like this <laughs> gets to that point, but not so much with the um, tactics aspect. Is that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Brutal Legend obviously does have the very much actual real RTS. Yeah, mm-hmm. like almost tower defense style guest game as well uh, like yeah. yeah the way you control your enemies those could sorry, control your armies um viking battle for asgard doesn't really at all um okay. yeah so you are just in massive scale battles but you're just one guy running around fighting and it's awesome <laughs> um nice yeah it's yeah that's cool. very it's a shame it got overshadowed but yeah it sounds like something people could easily pick up and dive into yeah yeah, I'd like to stream it one day. I think I think it'd be a fun game to stream, sure. um, especially when just getting into the large scale battles. I think is because this, this is like one of those games. I feel like at the time that Sega was actually pumping out some quality titles, different titles, that no one seemed to care about. Yeah, yeah, and different titles. It's not another Sonic game or Yakuza game. As much as I love Sonic and Yakuza, I think they're both great franchises. It, this was a different game they were t- trying out, and just sadly, they didn't make another one because it didn't do so well. Um, yeah. And it's annoying because I feel like even though it's this was an you could argue this is an average game it did so many things right that i think there was something there they could definitely build on it they could yeah. they could work on it um maybe an yeah. anniversary's coming up they'll re-release it i don't know maybe 2022 could be the year yeah yeah or wait actually oh no it was 2018 would have been the 10 year but yeah 2022 for the pc version so yeah okay. come on sega you can do it <laughs> Oh, oh that's crazy. But, yeah, so that's it. I guess that wraps up our um our feature this week, which is the don't sleep on features. So those are those are a couple of games we think you shouldn't sleep on. Don't necessarily believe the critics or the reviews you've read. So check it out for yourself. See if you can enjoy it. And if you have played it or you you do play it after we suggest it, let us know what you think. If you really hated it, we still want to hear about it because um it'd be interesting to see what you think. If give us the reasons why and yeah, just let us know. We can use that in the, the feedback and let the rest of the world know why you hated it or why you loved it if you loved it that's even better because it shows that we're actually not just talking bullshit <laughs> well this is also cool. uh one of the few features we've now brought back along with all the new features mm. we're uh looping into the format of the podcast now so this is the second time we've done this one we think it's good enough to bring back another time what do you guys think if not if it's boring if it's great if you want more let us know absolutely yeah so. and we we will be rotating back some of the other features we've done in the past and that's the idea of them the ones that we can keep doing over and over again if, if we want to or if you guys want to so yes let us know brilliant uh have we got any other announcements at all scotty or um, i mentioned the uh marathon recap video is up again uh just giving another shout out real quick that that is up and you can watch it and you can still donate to extra life we're still in talks of what we're going to do on Extra Life Day or if we're going to do any other type of big streams. Um, uh, but again, thank you to everyone that helped us out. We we try to do stuff, not that Extra Life Day itself is awesome, but we feel like we shine more when we're not streaming like in comparison to thousands of others that raise millions and mm. 
tens of thousands of dollars. So we we might do something on a different anniversary. Keep your ears peeled. Uh, honestly, the Discord and our Twitters the, are the best thing to follow in terms of announcements like that. Um, and uh, I will I do want to mention, but we won't get into it. I did watch the Console Wars documentary came out on CBS All Access because everybody has that. Um, that is the <laughs> video adaptation of the Blake J. Harris book that we talk about every week, pretty much. Um, we didn't go over that today because uh, Graham has not read the book. Chris has read the book, but he's not here. I've read the book, and I'm not here. No. Um, and so we're going <laughs> to, when Chris returns, we'll have a more in-depth discussion about it. Um, but, uh, but I did watch it because I'm sure somebody out there is going to be like, how did you guys not talk about console wars? It's out on the yeah. app that everyone has, CBS All Access. Um, yeah, so we and, will. And we'll I actually talk tried about. to watch it. Um, so Chris, this this sounds naughty, but I, I guess it's I don't know. Anyway, Chris Chris gave me his password and login details for CBS Access because we don't have CBS in the UK. Oh, really? Uh, and I, I still can't watch it. I still can't watch it over here. Really? Region logs. What? Um, because I know. The, okay, so the reason we have CBS All Access is solely because Rachel is a big fan of Big Brother. I know that's huge over in your neck of the woods. What what network is that on? Oh, so that's like on Channel 5 now over here? It's, that's that's the name of the network. It's called Channel 5. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. We, we don't have American Big Brother. We have UK Big Brother. So I guess it's different. I thought it would be under the same umbrella somehow, like the same network thing but that's that's well, under that's on cbs so i thought it would be okay because big brother is actually originally a dutch show i think like uh, it's from holland sure. um so yeah uh, the 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 uk and american versions are not the original version sadly mm-hmm. um so it actually comes from europe i'm pretty sure it's from holland and uh yeah so i guess in america you you've got cbs bought the rights to that over here we've got channel five bought the rights to it so all right I, I yeah i don't know we'll find some way for you to watch that though <laughs> okay that'd be good uh it might it might come over here on amazon or netflix or something at some point they that really, tends to happen it's like the first cbs all access original thing too the oh app, no, the app no. sucks by the way it's garbage no matter what you're running it on <laughs> cbs can suck it uh, <laughs> um oh, maybe we have a watch party on discord or something at some point I don't know how. Yeah, who knows? But we'll talk about it eventually. I just want to let people know it it is in our it is in our uh, ecosystem right now, or whatever, or something. It's floating up there. Yeah, it's in our ether. It's it's floating around us. Yes, cool, awesome, and that will that will do it, I guess. So thanks everybody for watching, for listening, for sending your feedback and your questions. We love you guys, and uh, yeah, be excellent to each other. See ya.
just oh, like I don't know. Might be somebody outside and the, the AC unit just sucking in the farts. <laughs>